What's up, everybody? Dark Side here. Uh, it is Friday night. We don't usually do shows on Friday night, but we're just doing a quick little check-in with Justin Starling. I was texting with him last night about some stuff, and we're like, hey, let's record something tomorrow. So here we are. Uh, it is brought to you by Cherubies USA. For decades, Cherubies has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories. Visit CherubiesUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and ask for Brian Fullerton. Fully is a sponsor of the uh, Moto X Pod show, obviously, with the Cherubies, and he takes care of Justin Starling. So I want to thank Cherubies USA and also Fly Racing. Come on, guys. Visit FlyRacing.com. Go to your local dealerships. Ask for the new Fly Racing gear. Go get you some Evo or some light, the light gear. Oh, so good with the with the bow in the front. You guys got to hit it up. Get a formula, a formula helmet. Just go get it. It is the best on the market. The stuff looks great. It, it just oh, it's so good. I don't even. I don't. I can't come up with adjectives right now to tell you how good it is. It just is that good. But yeah, quick check in with Justin Starling. Hope you guys enjoy it. Oh, and by the way, there's a little language in this one. So if you got kids with you, eh, maybe don't listen. All right, check it out. Hey, this is Paige Craig, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. And Pulps, I just drove a lot today. Yeah. And I finally just listened to the Pulp Show. And, I, of course, when you pop in there, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, everybody seems to like that. Dude, it's just, it's funny. Like, it happened, you can't change it, at least embrace it. It's yeah, like I fucking kinda, I with sketchy. I mean, yeah. It's, it's everybody with his sketchy shit. I mean, fuck, we've all <laughs> fucked up in our lives. I mean, at least you get, like, it was recorded and you have something for it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. I, Think I mean, about I, it now. You embrace it, and now you're one of the favorite call-ins every single show. All right, I'll take that. That's a fucking win if you ask me. Yeah, I think it's come a long way, right? Yeah, dude, I fucking, when that shit, I don't know who made that, but that is one of the funniest things I've heard. Uh, Voice of the Drunken People, I believe. That is. Yep. That dude, fucking, I don't know who that is. He's really funny on Twitter every now and then. Yeah. But that shit fucking had me crying the first time I heard it. And yeah. yeah. I actually do know who it is. Uh, I'll tell you off air because I don't know if he wants it. But yeah, it's, he's a, he's a regular listener of this show or yeah, this show, Pulp, main event. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give you his name. I'll tell well, you. All. I, I, yeah, I say I never knew who the guy was. Yeah. Um, I, I talk to him every now and then, like on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 I don't, like I said, I don't know who he is, but I mean, I probably do. I just don't know. But the, uh, I will say like the dude obviously pays attention to what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He did like, a good he's job. He's not just, he's not just some dude that like has a Twitter account and fucking trolls people. Right. Like he actually, he knows he's like, there's so, it's like a, a standard vital account these days. <laughs> right. Right. So, I mean, I get it, but yeah, it's just, that shit's fucking funny. That is he did probably one of the funniest things I've heard in a long time. Well, I'm, I'm glad people like it. I mean, I'll take it. It's like I said, hey, it happened. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. Embrace it. No, I, I, I kind of have. I mean, that's the whole reason I sent the audio in. I knew it was funny. I mean, I wish Martin Davlos would have embraced the fucking send nudes thing more than he did, but <laughs> it is what it is, right? Sure, sure, yeah. That would get him in trouble probably at home, so yeah. That one fucking about ruined his life, but right. it's fine. 
Well, man, what have you been up to, dude? Uh, you're back on a bike. I saw. That's good. You uh, feeling good about life? Yeah, everything's good. I um, I hurt my knee in Orlando last year or this year, I guess it is. Yeah. Um, and that thing fucking just nagged the shit out of me all Supercross season. So as soon as the season was done, I took time off, um, basically to try to let that thing get back to normal and did some rehab on it and all that. And then, uh, yeah, I got back on the bike. I rode three times. The third time, I fucking ate shit. Um, full blown ejecto over the bars. Was that the uh, then, on the husky and the one on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not exactly. The, the false neutral. The fucking just smacked neutral in the face, and then I just smacked myself in the face. And uh, yeah, after that, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm taking time off. Like, yeah. I don't need to get back on the bike right now. There's no need. And I got a little bit like I said I was okay, but I got a concussion in that. Oh, was wow. it bad? Like okay. it was very like I didn't lose consciousness. I knew exactly what happened. Everything was fine, but I was sitting there and I'm like, "Yep, I definitely hit my head." Um, so I was like, "Dude, there's no reason to get back on the bike because I was gonna attempt to come back for some nationals." Like that was like the whole point. I was getting back on the bike was to kind of finish like you know Red Bud or not Red Bud Bud's Creek, mm-hmm. uh, Ironman, and then maybe the California ones. Okay. And after that, I was like, "Yep, nope, I'm good. I'm not right." I watched that video a couple times today, actually, and uh, you. I couldn't tell. I could not tell that you hit your head because you kind of lose you in the video, but the bike just yeah. violent, man, violent flips. Yeah. No, if you look at the helmet, you, yeah. you fucking know I hit my head. Yeah, I bet. I, bet. I, I got the top of it pretty good, but it was. Uh, yeah, no big deal. I mean, it was, like I said, it was it was a good one, but it wasn't a bad one. Yeah, you know at least you didn't I mean? break like anything, it, right? Yeah, I, I, the tire like you can see in the video of my tire got the leg, my right leg pretty bad. Um, but I mean, other than that, like, dude, I, I, had I not destroyed the subframe on that bike and then hit my head, I would have kept riding that day. Okay. Like, it was kind of like a crash like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's all good. We're, we're good. We're back. We got a, we got a bike to ride some outdoors on right now. And I just got my engine back for my practice bike, um, today. So my practice suit for a bike for Supercross will be done here and tonight. Well, I was going okay, I want to get into Supercross here in a little bit, but like when you take some time off like that, uh, you know, maybe re- relax a little bit, just kind of revitalize yourself. Does it really when you get back on the bike like you just did a few, within the last week or so, does it just completely re- reinvigorate yourself or you remember why you love it so much and I mean is it like starting over? Uh kind of Kind in of. a way, okay. um, like I, I would like, I say, even when I crashed, I was like, well, I mean, it's been a while since I've hit the ground like that. Yeah. You know, like my crash in Orlando was kind of just a slide out, but I got my knee in it. Um, but it's been a while since I've had a good one like that. And it kind of was like, I was actually making a joke that I was like almost getting scared for it to happen. You know, I was like, cause I'm older, I'm 28 now. Like I'm older, like for our, our sport, I yep. guess you'd say like I'm getting sure. up there. Um, and I was like, man, like you start to think about these things and I'm like, oh, like it's coming, but when is it going to happen? And then it happened and I was like, okay, I'm good. You know, like my fear was gone, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, I, like that little bit of fear I had, I was like, okay, it's gone. Like, okay, now I remember what it's like to hit the ground, which sounds ridiculous, but it's, it kind of like takes that little bit of fear you have away. Okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah like, like I said, I took the time off cause I didn't need to get back on the bike. And I got back on the bike on sun, sun, Saturday or Sunday I went riding. And, uh, yeah, within the first lap, I was, like, kind of rusty feeling. But I was like, yeah, this is why I do this shit. You know, right, I was like, right. this, is, this is it. Like, this is uh, 
it got me hyped and and like that was basically this whole week i, I haven't rode since um because I, I don't want to rush it you know like i want to like take my time getting back into it um because i feel like if you get back on the bike and then you just keep riding keep riding and keep riding uh you start to kind of get a little pushy on some things and then it might not be the best move gotcha so yeah. i've taken i'm taking it off again until sunday and then next week i'll ride like three days and then you know get back into the normal routine but uh yeah i definitely uh fucking love riding these things that's for sure man i i haven't been on a bike four or five months probably holy yeah, shit yeah well i mean i i wasn't riding a lot well I, you moved and stuff didn't you yeah i mean I, I only moved like a couple miles from where i used to live but it was definitely a project but the i was selling what i call my race bike my 15 which is the newest right. bike i had and to buy a new bike i had kind of talked myself into 250f Kiefer had talked me into a Yamaha, so I was like, all right, that's what I'm going to do. I sold that bike. I had about ten grand saved up, uh, and then I I had to move. So I used all that money as part of the down payment for the house. So right. I really don't have the cash flow to get another bike. I do have my 06 still, um, which last weekend I started kind of piddling with that thing and trying to get it back together and fired it up. Right. It, it cranked right up, but it was just dumping fuel out of the, the fuel pit cock, you know, carbureted yeah. bike. Oh, it's a carb. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, it's an 06 Honda. So, yeah, I, I ordered a new uh, fuel pitcock from Motorsport, proud sponsor of the yeah. wrap-up show there. And uh, that should be here at the end of the week. And maybe next weekend, maybe I'll get to ride for the first time in a oh. long time. So, that's the hey, goal. Hey, it's, it's fun shit. I enjoy it. I yeah. Mean, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't necessarily too much enjoy riding outdoors, but uh, I do thoroughly enjoy riding Supercross. Well, that's all I do is outdoors, obviously. I have no Supercross yeah. experience or skills, <laughs> but I just I can't wait. I just want to get like on a corner track, and I don't care that it's an 06. That 06 Honda was so good anyway. It's still one of my favorite right. bikes. So I'm, I'm excited, yeah, man. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm looking forward. So I know how you're feeling, dude. It, it There for a while, it's kind of like, I don't really feel like I have time to ride. Hey, I don't care. Do you want to hear some shit that fucking Steve Mathis would fucking just love? Yes. I took, when I was taking my time off, I got a fucking e-bike. Really? And I tell you what, that like crazy itch of me having to ride went away because I was having so much fun on that thing. Wow, dude. Like, don't get me wrong. I was still itching to ride. You know, yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing replaces the dirt bike, but I got an e-bike. I got a Levo and I didn't get like the super cheap one. I got the $7,500 one. Um, mm. granted, I didn't pay that. I got a really good deal on it, sure. um, which is pretty much what like intrigued me to get it. Cause I had never rode one before that. Um, and man, I tell you what that thing, well, first off, it's like riding a dirt bike. It feels the same kind of in a way, uh, you, cause it's pretty heavy, you know, compared to like my standard mountain bike. Yeah. And, um, God damn it. That thing's amazing. That is one of the most fun things I've ever rode. It works your entire body. Your arms and your hands will be shot by the end of the day. Um, you literally ride all day. Like you can like, cause I don't ride it in boost or anything like that. Like I put, I mean, I have, but like I, you know, for me for training, I keep it thing in like eco or trail every now and then. Mm-hmm. Dude, you fucking works your ass out. The battery lasts forever on that thing, it seems like. Um, but let me tell you, that thing right there is, it changed the game. I sold my standard bike yesterday. Wow, yeah. I just just e-bike now. The only time I've ever been on an e-bike was in front of Steve's house when I was at Pulp a few, well, or end of last year, I guess it was. And like I rode his bike up the road and back down, and that's it. That's all I've done. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's 
talking. We actually were texting yesterday, trying to set a schedule to get me out there with Kiefer. I'm like, Man, yeah, yeah, I heard that on the, on the show. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna, you know, he's, I know he's gonna ask me if I want to go on a ride, and I just feel like, I feel like I would ruin his ride because I'm in not, I am not in good shape, and I know there's no way no, I can keep no, up no, with no, him. no, you don't have to be in good shape. So listen to this. So I got the e-bike, and my buddy who is in doesn't ride, doesn't do anything. He works behind a desk. Okay. He doesn't do shit. Completely unhealthy. Drinks beer every day. <laughs> literally he has a mountain bike and like that's what i was mountain biking with like we were having a blast you yeah know? we were doing it for fun and then i got an e-bike and dude i'd finish the trail five minutes before he would you know like i would just as a strength like he had nothing for me like you know even before he didn't but now it was even worse right right um so i had some buddies that like were kind of part of this e-mafia thing it's like a little like electric bike fucking group thing now sure i even have the sticker on the back of my truck like i'm full-blown e-bike um we're talking and I got him a bike to use for the day, uh, from the dude's dealership or shop. And, uh, mind you, this dude's completely out of shape. Biggest gut you can think of. Okay. Has no business doing anything. He'll finish a trail 10 seconds behind us. Okay. That makes me feel a little bit better. I mean, don't get me wrong. He rides a thing and boosts the entire time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, he'll, uh, he can stay with us. Like he'll literally will finish every trail. And like, like I said, dude's not in shape and he dies, but he can stay with us the entire time now. And right. he'll ride the entire day too, which is a whole other thing that he couldn't do before. It was 10 miles max. And yeah. yeah, now he'll, now he'll do the whole thing with us. All right. Well, yeah. I wonder how that correlates out there in Vegas with all the rocks. I don't, but but I, yeah, um, I don't know how the taser is. Yeah. Like, and all that stuff. He was on a, um, uh, Santa Cruz and, uh, his battery died before, before ours did. Okay. So that was like the only negative, but, uh, yeah, I don't know how the taser and all that, that thing is, but man, those things, I'm going to be honest with you. If you have a regular mountain bike, it's going to ruin that mountain bike for you. <laughs> okay. Like it, it yeah. ruined it for me. Like I rode it and I was like, no, I think I'll still want to ride my other bike. And I went and rode my other bike the next weekend. And I was like, dude, fuck this. Right, like right. I want nothing to do with this. I listed it for sale. I sold it. Wow! All right, that's. Uh, I'm just straight. I'm just straight sticking the e-bike. Uh, that's a uh, that's a high a high praise, man. I like it. Yeah, because I mean, you still get the same work, and you can put it in a low eco to where it's the same pedaling. Like it, you're just basically, you know, the only little the help that it's doing is taking the weight of the bike off. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes it like a standard bike. But then when you you know you get to something that's super sketchy. And you like you're like oh fuck this is so miserable to get up and it really isn't going to help you with training it's just you just need to get up it to keep going yeah. you can just put that thing in boost really quick and get up it and then just put it back down and you go you know okay. it's like little things like that it just takes the the riding and makes it so fun all right and I, then you can I'm and if you, and if things that you couldn't ride before you can ride now you know like things that I was like oh there's no way I'm making it up that well now you can you know it's just those little things like that yeah it's, yeah it, well, that, it's that, the shit and it's motivating me a little bit. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's an investment, um, but it just takes it and makes it so much more fun. Like, I, I, I always heard Steve talk about it and talk about it, and, you know, some of my friends, too, talk about it and talk about it, and then I got one, and I got one without riding one. Like, I just did it, you know? And, uh, yeah, dude, didn't look back. That's cool, man. Full, yeah. full e-bike guy. Well, all right, well, you made me feel a little bit better about it, so maybe <laughs> if he gets me out Definitely, there early if, enough. Yeah, if, if you can, do it. I mean, I wish I could have always gone out there. Like, whenever I did his show, I always flew in way too late. Yeah. Um, and I never got to ride it. Um, but I'm, I'm glad I, like, um, I did it. Like, it's, it's so sick. It's so fun. 
Well, I'll have, yeah, I have to wait and see what the plan is. I don't know. It's all up to Kiefer what time, what days and what time, so we'll figure it out. But but definitely, like we were talking about, man, I'm I'm excited about getting back on a bike. Uh, you I'm, you seem like you're having a good time, man. Um, you, what are you thinking about for Supercross 22? Um, I mean, I, I know it's really early, but are you kind of already working on things? Yeah, I'm actually so much further ahead than people realize because I kind of keep it a little under wraps. Um, but I'm starting to kind of post a little bit on the team account um, okay. and kind of getting some things, getting the ball rolling. Uh, I hired a trainer today uh, to really get my butt in shape because in the last couple of years I haven't had one. Um, so I made that step in the right direction. Um, my Supercross practice bike will be built here in about an hour. Oh. Uh, the, the, engine sit, the engine's sitting on the ground. But the rest of the bike's ready to go. I just picked the engine up today. Um, so that thing will get put together today, and then it's going to be sitting here all the way down to fresh tires and fresh suspension and fresh engine, ready to get on Supercross. Um, so I'm super far ahead of schedule with that, which is amazing. Um, I'll probably get my race bike in the next month or so, and then you know I'm not going to ride that thing until like December anyway, so it's not a, you know, a rush on that. Um, so that's, my suspension's already at AEO, uh, ready to get built. And then my engine guys here in Florida. So it's super easy stuff with that. Uh, I have another bike that I'm using for like any bit of outdoor riding. I do, um, mm-hmm. you know, just in case it's raining and can't ride supercross that week. Well, I have another bike built for outdoors to ride. Um, so that's another thing that's, I think a really big key to me this year is that, you know, I'm going to have three bikes and, and all that. And then, uh, we actually got a sprinter van, an extended sprinter van, uh, for yeah. next year. So we've made uh, we made a lot of moves um, for next year. Uh, we're, we knew what worked and what didn't work, but the biggest thing was starting early. Um, and like I said, my bikes I'm my bike will be ready to ride Supercross tomorrow. You know, like that's how far ahead we are. Um, and I already know everything I'm going to be doing. You know, with the sense of the bike um, parts that I want to use and all that. Mm-hmm. Of course, I still have to get all my deals done um, for all that stuff, but. Uh, yeah, we got the Sprinter van. We'll, when my dad gets done with outdoors, we'll we'll go ahead and start building that thing out for racing. We you know with all the cabinets and everything, and we'll get it wrapped and and all that. But uh, yeah, we're just trying to make everything a little bit better for next year. Um, I had some options to go with another team, and and in my opinion, I know what I think is best for me, and I think the best thing for me is stick with what I was doing, um, but fix the things that didn't work and make the program a little bit better with, you know, actually having a good race rig instead of going out of my little trailer or a little, uh, you know, uh, express van. Um, you know, I needed, I ran stock engines all year and I knew that some of that part worked and some of it didn't. So I was like, the next thing I need to do is get engines done. So I got an engine done. Um, but really just trying to make the program more efficient. Um, and then get a mechanic because I didn't have one all year. Uh, I had them in a couple races. <laughs> Not easy but, there, yeah. That's difficult. Oh, uh, like that was that was a struggle. Um, you know, with, with everything. So I'll have a mechanic next year that'll do it all the rounds and just trying to to make this this a little bit better, you know, and make it easier on myself. And uh, yeah, I'll be the biggest thing is, is you know with having a trainer now and and all this stuff. And it's you know not even September yet, and my bike's going to be ready to go here in a couple hours. You know, like that part's huge. And then, you know, when it comes to building the race bike, we're not guessing anything. It's just duplicate the bike we have here. And that's really easy to do. You know, it's, uh, you know, get an engine done, put the suspension on it, have some stuff Cerakoted, have some stuff powder coated and bolt parts, you know, like it's super simple. So 
we're uh, super far ahead of the game, but yeah, we're. I'm trying to take uh, JSR Motorsports to uh, you know make it a little bit bigger and better. I mean, I'm not going to ever put it on a semi, you know, right. or be a yeah, semi yeah. guy. Sure, um, that's I think a big old waste of money. Um, but I know having a Sprinter van that's fully built with cabinets in and out, and you can fit multiple bikes in there and go racing and it be efficient. That's all we need. So. Um, yeah, just trying to, to make it bigger and better and, uh, you know, try to, I wouldn't say turn heads next year because I'm not trying to go to whatever the team I'm trying to just keep with my program, with my sponsors that are loyal to me and be loyal to them and just try to make the the best program we can to give back to those guys. That sounds fantastic, man. And you're staying on orange, right? Uh, no gas, gas. So yeah, we're just red now. Um, yeah, I got two here and, okay. uh, yeah, the only thing that's different is the gas tank and plastic. Hell yeah, dude. I want to ride one of those. Man, I want to ride some 250s. Um, I hear the gas gases are really cool. And I honestly, I haven't rode any of the Austrian bikes or anything in maybe 2015 was the last one I rode or 16. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah, they're so good. I mean, I can't tell the difference. Like when my, I rode, obviously, the KTM and the gas gas, you know, I wouldn't say back-to-back, but pretty back-to-back. Um, they feel the same. Don't get me wrong. Like they, you, I can't tell a difference other than to me, the plastic shape is a little bit better. Um, okay. especially the shrouds on the gas gas is a little bit bigger and it kind of bends over. So I don't hook my boot, um, cause I have pretty long legs. Um, so I, I like, I mean, I've rode the gas gas technically one time so far and just the feel of that bike when I was riding, I was like, yeah, this is good. You know, like, like this is, that. this is the move that I needed to do. Um, you know, but realistically, other than the engine being mod this year, the chassis is the same for me. Um, and I think that's another big point because I love my chassis. I thought my chassis was not going to get any better. Um, so of course you can, you know, find tweak it here and there, but we, we did a lot of that last year and I think my chassis is good. So to just make the body of the bike feel better to me, um, I think we're definitely headed in the right direction. So we should be, uh, I mean, heck, if we're not ready by A1, I don't know what we're doing. You know? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, and hopefully A1 actually happens. Hopefully we, we get some races in California. Yeah, who knows what's going to go on with this whole new thing, right? Right, man. It's just day to day. You never know. I'm still crossing my fingers that Hangtown happens because that's the one race I was going to get to go to this year. So hopefully. Yeah. I mean, at worst case, you're going to end up at Paula again. Yeah, so. true, true, true. Um, man, I, was, I was about to ask you something, and it just totally lost it. I slipped my mind. Um, was it my name? <laughs> that was good, <laughs> Justin. Nice. All right. Smart ass. I'll never let that one go. No, never going to let it go. No. You know, I think I played that. I played that audio on a wrap up show or something. Yeah. Maybe last time you were in pulp, I think you were, when were you on pulp last? Oh man. When was I out there? It was, uh, Oh no, it was right after uh, Salt Lake. Yes. So after okay. Salt Lake. Yeah, yeah. So you talked about it. I think when I called in, and then on the wrap-up show, I pulled that audio because I still have it on YouTube, and I played it so people knew what the hell we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that was that was a good one. I'll never that one. I mean, honestly, it was just funny as shit. Yeah, well, I mean, I've had multiple brain farts doing this shit. I mean, I'm getting <laughs> old there, man. I'm, I'm old, dude. Well, I can understand it, especially. I mean, for example, dude, I was I didn't race it all that year. I just raced right. Supercross. So, like, when you you know when someone's not racing outdoors, you you get forgotten about, and and you it sucks to say that, but it happens. Um, and especially like 
while I'm not racing, but you're interviewing so many other people, it's yeah. so easy to just like not brain fart on it, but just like you just kind of lose that train. Like, dude, you've been <laughs> gone for the last like four months. Yeah, but and I in that the four thing is, months, I've, I I knew who you were. It just I when I went to say it, my mind would not pull it out <laughs> out of the vault. So it happens. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it happens. It's part of it. <laughs> Hey, so let me ask you about like home life, real, you know, personal life. Everything's going good. Um, I feel like you had had a girlfriend that was overseas or something, but like, what's, what's going on with like personal life? Everything good? Yeah. Personal life's good. Um, by myself right now, which is, I mean, it's, it's fine for me. Um, you know, it's, uh, honestly the COVID thing and, and the travel shit and, and the not many Europe races and then me running my own team has made it really hard, you know, to see Katharina, the, the German I was okay. involved with yes, for yes. a long time. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're still talking everything and, and, and it's, if it's meant to be, it'll be type of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, right now she's got her stuff there and I've got my stuff here and, um, you know, whatever happens is what's supposed to happen. And, you know, running my own program and, and, and I mean, I'm going to put this engine in myself, you know, I'm, I'm, I do this all on my own right now. Um, it's, uh, it takes up a lot of your time and I am not, you know, able to just fly over there and especially just flying over there right now. Anyways, it's just miserable. You know, it's so tough to do and you got to go through, you know, leaps and bounds just to even get a ticket. And, you know, then once you're there, you can't really do much. And I have so much to do here. It's just tough, you know? So, you know, I have to do, uh, I mean, if it all happens, we have the Dutch Supercross this year um, mm-hmm. and then Bercy. Um, but like I said, you know, we just don't, we just don't know right now. So uh, the best thing I can do is focus on, uh, on myself and, you know, I'm not sitting here trying to go get involved with anybody else. It's just uh, do the best I can for me and, you know, play the cards as they lie. Okay. Fair enough, man. I mean, I'm glad you're, you seem like you're in a good place and happy, man. That's, that's good to hear. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. That's the yeah. biggest thing for me. And it's not, it's not, I'm happy because we're apart or, you know, something like that. I'm just, uh, in general. Yeah. I just, I genuinely know what I want with racing and, and she knows that. And, and that was something I expressed to her. And I was like, look, if I didn't want to take this seriously, I, yeah, I would be over there right now. But I, uh, really happy with where I'm at in life. Um, when it comes to my racing, um, yeah, this year didn't go that well, but I, uh, I learned a lot and I'm taking that into next year and you know, it's not even September yet and I'm trying to start getting ready now. So, Good to hear. um, that's the biggest thing is trying to stay positive no matter what you're doing and so far so good. Yeah. I want to, I want to see some, uh, top tens, man, or, you know, top 15s this year because I mean, on 21 just didn't really go. I, I don't feel personally like you rode to your full potential, uh, in 21 in supercross yeah, yeah just, no no i i agree i uh i think the biggest issue is i think i peaked um in november and that was a big issue um i was training with Rattray at his place and and i think i just peaked too early and once you peak it's after that you know it's a kind of a downward spiral and uh i didn't stay positive in that situation and i went to the first six races just not even really knowing what the heck I was doing, you know, like it was like, man, what's going on, putting too much pressure on myself. I'm not riding like I should be riding. And then at the last indie, I started to feel like myself, you know, and I got fifth in the LCQ, you know, but I wrote, I came from like 15, you know, and, yeah. uh, you know, then, then the next week I made the main and then the next week I hurt my knee and, 
you know, then it was like, okay, get back to just trying to get back to yourself, you know? And then the last two races I rode the best I rode all year. Um, you know, and you know, that I think to me was, uh, to end on a good note was nice. Um, I think I learned a lot, uh, you know, with doing, I was able to be at every race. Um, but no, I definitely don't think I rode to my potential. You know, I didn't have a mechanic. I was doing everything on my own, pushing my bike to the gate and, you know, just in between races, trying to fill the bike up with gas, but make sure my goggles are good while you didn't try. It's just like little things, man. It just, it just added up and you, you can't race at that level and be like that. No, and, uh, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. And I just didn't prioritize my things the way I should have. And, and honestly with COVID, it made it really tough to try to get a mechanic for the weekend. And then trying to get one on a Tuesday was even worse. And, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Uh, no excuses. I simply didn't ride the way I should have. Um, that's the biggest thing, you know, and, uh, I got it together at the end, but at the, once it's over, it's over. So, um, my biggest thing was, okay, get healthy again. Um, and then, you know, when the gate drops at a one in 2022 or wherever we may be, depending on life, um, make sure you're ready then, yeah. you know, cause you can't go back in time and change anything, but you can sure as heck change the future. Well, you're right about that, I man. It sounds like, yeah. I'm really stoked just listening to you, your attitude, and everything. I just it sounds so much more positive than I feel like it did last year. So, dude, I'm I'm excited or coming into this year, basically. You know, yeah, so oh I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm excited, man. I'm I'm happy. Like, yeah, it's funny because like you know, yesterday I was well. Oh, we're not going to talk about why I thought of you yesterday. I texted you about it, but you know, I sent you a text and we started visiting and you, you had this, I, the suggestion of, you know, talking and recording this stuff. And I was like, man, yeah, it's been a while since I've talked to you. And it's just, yeah. I don't know, I man, mean, I'm just super positive. I feel very positive by your outlook on what you're going into in 22, man. It's just uh, more than I did last year. Yeah, no, same, honestly, yeah. same. I, I mean, I, I thought what I had last year was everything I needed yeah. and, um, you know, and, and it just didn't work the way it should have been. And I wrote everything down. I mean, I, I'm not just going to say I sat around all summer. Like I, I've kept working, but the biggest thing was I wrote down my cons and pros to the season. Okay. And I've just tried That's to cool. fix what was bad, you know, like eliminate the bad stuff and, and, you know, and capitalize on the good stuff. And, uh, my dream, I'll tell you right now, my dream for years is to own a sprinter van and build my own program and run it out of a sprinter van that obviously has enough room and it's big and you can put all your parts in and, you know, so on and so forth. And, and the bikes that I'm riding is what I want to ride. You know, I'm not sitting and riding these bikes because I got them free or something. I'm paying for all this stuff, you know? And, yeah, wow. Um, so it's, it's one of those things that, you know, I have the absolute best situation going into next year. And the best part about it is, you know, it's like I said, it's not even September yet. And my practice bike's done. Yeah. That's pretty you know? yeah. So, yeah. So in that sense, usually in September, I don't have a clue what I'm doing next year, <laughs> Sure, you know? Yep. Yeah. And it's not <laughs> even, it's, we're not, we're in August and I've got my yeah. van already. Um, I've got the, the practice bike. I still have so many parts from last year and I know that every single part I use in the bike, I'm going to use again, you know, like when it comes to bars and wheels and chain sprockets, you know, so on and so forth. Um, so I'm not sitting here going, Oh man, I need to figure out what bars I like or what bar company I'm going to use. I, I'm not doing any of that. I know everything. Um, so the stress of that's gone. Um, of course there's stress of getting your sponsor money and, and all that to go racing. Um, but I can tell you right now, if no one gave me a dollar, I'm still going to show up at a one. So, 
that's the biggest thing for me is, you know, being a positive outlook on some things. And I've, I've really, you know, taken my circle and made it a lot smaller lately. Um, and really just surrounded myself with people that have the same goals and, or want to see me succeed. And that has changed my whole outlook on everything that I do in life. And, uh, yeah, I can honestly say like, I've never been this happy. Um, I'm going to have, the best bike that I could possibly give myself on the track. And there's no excuses. I hired a trainer to make sure that I'm physically ready. And, um, yeah. And I, I even told him, like, I want to commit two years with him, you know, and cause I want nice. to give myself two good years, um, you know, with giving everything I have to racing right now. Yep. Um, not just be like, Oh yeah, we'll do next year. And then we'll just see like, nah, dude, like once that year is over, we focus on the next one. Um, and then after that, we reevaluate and see where we're at again. You know what I mean? Like I want to do everything in twos from now on. And, uh, I think that alone has really taken my happiness and positivity to another level. Um, instead of just trying to go year by year, I'm doing everything in two now. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be, I think we're going to be guns blazing come a one. And, um, you know, I think top tens are not out of reach. They're there. But my big goal is to be between 11 to 15 um, because I think that if you give me – I think if you see a starling that's in shape um, and can go 20 and has nothing to worry about except riding that motorcycle, that's what you're going to get. Um, and that's what you're going to have you know, next year. So we Fantastic. should be good. Uh, you staying in fly or do you know yet? Uh, that's the plan. I sure as heck hope so. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't I haven't talked to them about that or anything. Um, just because it's it's so early, you know, yeah, yeah. with all that stuff. So when it comes to the gear side, I I hope nothing with my gear changes. I hope I'm an Alpine star. I hope I, I know I'll be in hundred percent. That'll never change. Um, and then yeah, I don't see myself going away from Mobius. I don't see myself going away from Fly. Um, it seems like Showy is going to do some changes with their company in the states. I don't know if that's COVID related or what. So you. If you see me in fly, you're going to more than likely see me in the helmet as well. Um, Dude, those formulas so, are so good. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've, I've worn one before, um, yeah. and, and I tried it, and I was genuinely impressed. It was just one of those things of loyalty to Shoei. Uh, I had to stay. I understand. Uh, just to stay loyal to them. And uh, But like I said, it seems like they might be doing some changes. Um, and if that does happen um then yeah it looks like i'll be in a, in a fly helmet and that'll just be because i think they're not making so much of a push in the states anymore mm-hmm. i think they'll have like brayton you know and that'll be kind of like it you know maybe like a club team but i it's one of those things i i know uh, you know it's uh, a free helmet's awesome but <laughs> right, we right. do have to get some money here and there so, yes 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 you know and so we'll see uh i mean obviously my my perfect picture is me staying in a showy okay um but uh yeah, like I said, man, I, I can tell you right now, I with the motorcycle, the only thing that's different is the thing is going to be red. Um, but when it comes to the plastic, is be you know a service and a cherubies, however you want to say it. You actually got me that deal set up. A cherubies, uh, a cherubies, a cherubies, whatever you know. That company <laughs> yeah. has done a more than I can ever imagine, and that's honestly because of you. Oh wow! So, uh, super, uh, thank you to you on that one. You've got me set up with those guys, and uh, yeah, I got. Plenty of plastics. I'm stoked on that. Glad to but, hear that. Uh, Speaking of that, a Cherubies USA title sponsor of the Moto X Pod Show. 
Uh, for decades, Cherubis has been the leader in moto plastic accessories with products that look fantastic, fit perfectly, and last as long as you need them to. Visit AcherubisUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and let Brian Fullerton help you. I didn't even do like an introduction on that's this That's my interview. guy. Yeah, Brian Foley's that's, the that's man. That's my guy, Brian. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, man, I tell you what, I, uh, I mean, I've been using Cherubis for a while. Yeah. Um, but... Man, he's taken really amazing care of me. He's the best. And um, man, I, you're right when I say the plastic lines up perfectly. It doesn't like one bike has OEM stuff on it, just because it's just like the outdoor bike. Yep. I put graphics on it, and then my Supercross bike has the Attributes plastic on it, and and they line up perfectly together. Like it's you could you wouldn't even be able to tell. And I think the color is better. It's uh, got more nice. of a good color in it. So. Uh, yeah, man, they, those guys know what they're doing. It's fantastic. Stuff, but yeah, like I said, ultimately, I, I other than adding an engine builder, um, which is actually a local guy to me, he's about two hours away, and I've known him since I was probably five or six years old. Um, I, I'm not changing anything. I uh, I hope that everything stays the same because everyone I worked with was amazing, and um, I'd like to obviously keep that relationship going for years to come with with everyone. So yep. Um, yeah, other than the bike being red. We're still going to be going through AEO Power Sports. Um, still using REP suspension. Um, yeah, it's just the plastics red and all that, but <laughs> it doesn't change any sponsor-related right. stuff. So, um, yeah, the you know big the perfect picture is nothing changes, and um, we just go into everything a lot more prepared. Awesome. Well, Justin, man, it's been awesome talking to you, dude. It's been great catching up and uh, Supercross. I know it's only August, but man, Supercross will be here before we know it. It's coming up quick, yeah. and then when you run your own team, it comes quicker. Oh yeah, no <laughs> kidding, no kidding. So yeah, awesome. we'll be ready. We'll be uh, we'll be good to go. And um, yeah, I'm a, I plan to stay in Florida like the whole time until mm-hmm. the season starts. So uh, yeah, we'll just be here grinding away, and then hopefully, <laughs> uh, like I said, we we upset some people when we go by them, or hopefully, we start in front of them. Awesome. Well, man, it's great talking to you, man. Um, always a pleasure. And, uh, yeah, a little ball busting going on. You, But i always remember your name from now on, man, I promise. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> we don't know what number we'll be next year, but it should be two-digit. But just remember, we're out there. Well, yeah, we'll have, to, uh, we'll have to get an updated jersey for the studio. I'm looking at the one you gave me. I believe it's FXR jersey that I'm looking at from a distance. Oh, we can get you a uh, an 81. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've got the 56. And then, oh, yeah, you got Chaparral Honda one. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have to we'll have to get an updated one in twenty two. Yeah, we got to get you a fly one. That would make more sense, huh? I think so, man. I mean, a fly is a, also a sponsor of the show. So yeah, we we need. Yeah, to get... and we definitely got to get you a fly one. All we'll right, get let's that, do it. Uh, we'll get that together. Sounds good, man. Justin, take care. Uh, be careful out there, and look forward to talking to you soon. Hey, likewise. Thank you. See you, buddy. See ya. All right, Justin Starling, man, that was cool. It's kind of a last minute thing. I realized like right at the end of the interview that I didn't even do a quick introduction. So what I'm probably going to do is end this recording and then do an introduction, stick it on the beginning of this thing. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Just a quick check-in with my boy. Um, Other than that, man, we're out of here. See ya.
music, move to the music. Oh.